This week on a brand new episode of Hello Ross, all of you are here to say. I'm really glad I put my um my earpods in because I'm a teacher. Oh God! Oh geez! I'm on my prep. Oh my! You're in your classroom alone right now. Oh my God! You've got to give me a warning. That and so much more on a really fun new, maybe Oscar-themed episode of Hello Ross. Let's do this. Hi, everybody. Hi, it's me, Ross. And, uh, you know, so much to talk about. Coming up, I'll be picking up on your calls. I've blasted out the Zoom link on my social, so who knows who's going to be here. Um, But I do have to say, you know, uh, everyone sort of clocks the year, like, starting January 1st and ending December 31st. But my New Year's... (sighs) truly always will be a sorry, not sorry Oscar nomination day. It really is my favorite day. I re- uh, let me bring you back a little bit. I remember the first time I watched the Oscars just being like, what glittery fabulousness movie star headquarters Mecca is this? I need to know. I was probably like 14. I was obsessed. And then my mom and I, we went to a bookstore once and there was this book written by Tom O'Neill, who now owns uh, goldderby.com. And I, he wrote a comprehensive history of the Academy Awards. It was like paperback and really thick. And I convinced my mom, please, please, will you get it for me? And she did. And I would study that book. The way it worked is every year in Oscar history, he would write a chapter for that year. And I'm telling you, I studied it like it was like I was going to be quizzed. The first part was a little history of that year and the Oscar buzz of who was blah, blah, blah. And then a little bit into that night, that Oscar ceremony, who was where, what was happening. And then there was just a list, a list of all the Oscar nominated pictures, actors, everybody in the winners and all of that. And I remember just reading it and quizzing myself and learning and getting it right. And then running to my mom and being like, mom, 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 quiz me on a year. She quiz me on a year. She'd be like, all right, who was nominated in, um, you know, 1999. And I would list all the movies nominated in 1999. I don't know. Seems so stupid. Right. But it did, it did train me for a whole life and career in what I get ended up doing. You know, I mean, it really did prepare me for my job more than any, college class I ever took. I mean, I'm telling you on those red carpets on E or with the tonight show covering every award show you can imagine. I never once pulled out a fact I learned in geometry, not once, but I did pull facts from that book by Tom O'Neill over and over and over again. I just knew stats about people. That's I remember all the executives just sort of being in awe. Like, how did you know that with it? We saw the research that wasn't on there. And I'm like, yeah, because because I know because I just happened to know. I don't know anything else. <laughs> I know about it. I always knew I'd be there on the red carpet covering it all. It's just as magical as you guys think. And it's completely not as fancy as anyone thinks. I remember the first time I went, I was like, there it is. There's the carpet and the stars. And then to the left was a Chevron station. And to the right was a whole like bank of porta potties. (laughs) Right. But I still just loved it. Anyway, 
I was thinking today in honor of the nominees, I'll tell you my thoughts on the nominations for the Oscars this year, but I also thought I would take your calls. Maybe you guys have questions about what it's like on the red carpet. Maybe you don't. And maybe you want to ask me anything else. We did it last week. It was our first time doing like an open Zoom line. I love it. That's what I want to start doing. I want to find a time every week that we uh, we just have carved out and I do it every week. I pick up on your Zooms and you and I have a conversation. I'll try to theme it. You know, I'll try to say this week, I want to focus on this. But the truth is we can talk about anything. Anything. You ask me, we'll talk. Nothing's off limits. So let's go there. It's another episode of Hella Ross, and I have no idea who's coming up. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. And welcome back to the program. Okay, let's do this. I'm going to go. There are people in the waiting room right now. Let's say hello. Okay, let's start right now. We'll start with. Whoever this is, hi, it's me, Ross. What's your name? Hi, Ross. Hi, how are you? Hi, good, thanks. How are you? I'm great. What's your name? My name's Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Where are you calling from? Um, I uh, was on your live this morning, actually. I'm the one who said that I'm from Vancouver, BC, and then you told me about going up. Uh, oh, yeah, we did an Instagram. I went live yeah. on my Instagram. I was just talking to people because that's what I'm like so into. I just want to like, talk to everybody, you know, and you said you live in Vancouver, British Columbia. Mm -hmm. And I said, you put it in the comments and I told a little story. Maybe I shouldn't have, it was a little naughty, but when I, (laughs) cause I grew up in Washington state, right under British Columbia. And, um, we would go up there to drink and cause we were like too young to drink in the States. We were like 18, 19, you know? Yes. And I went to my first real gay bar up there called Odyssey. I, I don't even know if it exists anymore, but I've heard about it. Okay. So Odyssey was this club and I would drink killer Kool-Aids, which I don't even know what it was. I have no idea to this day, but I know that it got me messed up. Like I remember one time there was like a little courtyard outside and I may have upchucked in the courtyard, but then my friends <laughs> laughed. Cause I right away, I was like, Bleh, and I put on my, um, strawberry kiwi lip smackers with a little bit of glitter in it. And I was like, Oh, let's yeah. go back dancing. I wore pleather pants, which I can't believe I wore like now that sounds like a nightmare. It sounds like a nightmare. I just turned 30 and I think it sounds like a nightmare. Total nightmare, right? I mean, do you understand the kind of soup I was making in my pleather pants? You know, they're so <laughs> yeah. hot. Meanwhile, a killer Kool-Aid, I don't want to think about how many Weight Watchers points was in it. And But I will say that that Club Odyssey was the first place I ever heard Cher's song, you know, do you believe in life after love, right? Yes, that's awesome. And it was also the time I saw... Um, the first time I really ever saw another human's penis because they had these like the um, shower thing where they had like dancers showering in them during the club. It was really outrageous. I can't believe That's I hilarious. saw that. I know. I'm really glad I put my um, 
my ear pods in because I'm a teacher. Oh God. And oh geez. I'm on my prep. Oh, but you're in your classroom alone right now. Well, oh my God. You've got this, to give me a warning. Uh, well, I, that's why I put the headphones in. Cause then you didn't need the warning because nobody needed, nobody needed to hear the conversations we probably would have. I just said vomit, but penis and strawberry kiwi lip smackers in one why story. The, that's why the headphones are in. But I, this morning on the live, you said, I'm going to be trying to get people in on, on the podcast at 10 AM uh, Pacific time. And I thought, I have a prep. I can I'm, try and see if I'm I can so, talk to Ross Matthews. I'm so glad you got in. Are you still in Vancouver? Well, I, I, I don't know if you know the surrounding areas. I don't live in Vancouver. I live in Chilliwack actually. Mm. I've um, heard of Chilliwack. Live, yeah. And I live in, and I teach in Langley. So I'm in oh. Langley right now. Oh, well, I'm so happy. Did you, now are you a fan of the Oscars? Are you like when there's anyone that follows those or watches the movies so, or anything? I haven't watched many of the movies this year, but my mom and I, my mom, my grandma and I have a tradition where every single year I go over to her house and we have an Oscars watching party. We watch the red carpet beforehand and we watch all of the Oscars and, uh, and we have food and we laugh and we, and, but the last couple of years we've been, we haven't watched any of the movies. We haven't with COVID, we didn't watch any movies in the theaters and then we haven't watched any of the movies. So I don't even really know what's up for an Oscar this year. I could tell you. So listen, I was, I was obsessed with the Oscars and my, I I told a little story. My mom got me this book. And so I started studying them and then we found a red towel at the Salvation Army in Mount Vernon, Washington. And she Mm -hmm. used to put it on the front porch for me and I would get dressed up and she would take my picture. I like, it was the red carpet, you know, that's so cool. Is it cool? I don't know. I, I mean, it's something that's for sure. It, it was kind of dorky, but it's so sweet because my mom just totally supported everything, everything about me doing it, you know, and she was like the best. And so I don't know, part of it brings me closer to her a little bit, but. Well, and I think that's what it is. It's relationships with your family. Like I know you've talked a lot about your relationship with your mom and that's Mm -hmm. something I think about the things that we have as our, our traditions and things with our families. And I think it's nice that my grandma lives with my mom. So it's me, my mom, my grandma, and we do that as our little tradition. And I Cute. love that. Well, and, and I love that you do that. And, but you can, the thing about what COVID kind of did, I mean, it did a lot of horrible things, but it also made, I think the Oscars more accessible than ever to people because I, yeah. uh, every year you're like, who's heard of that movie nominated? But now a lot of these are streaming. So you can actually mm-hmm. watch at home if you, if you subscribe to the Hulus and the Amazons and the Netflix and all of that. So let's just go yep. through Best Picture nominees. All Quiet on the Western Front. It's actually a German film. It's a remake of a film in the 30 that won Best Picture. Yes. And it's streaming on Netflix. I watched the first 10 minutes and then I got busy, but it was good. <laughs> I feel like, is it, is it a Western? Is it all quiet on the Western front? It's supposed to be a Western. No, it's I've about even, world war one, world war one, oh, I think. Okay. Yeah. And then there's so avatar, the way of the water, which I haven't seen. Cause I saw the first one. It was so long and I'm sure yeah. this one's longer and it's just like, I kind of get it. Like they're blue. Okay. You just, yeah. you know what? I'm going to go to Vegas and watch blue man group. And then like, I don't need to. Right. My students have told me to watch avatar the second one, but I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. I've watched the first one. Haven't watched the second. It's too then long. That's what the, I think too. I'll fall asleep. Too long. Then there's the Banshees at Vinishirin, which is on, um, I don't know, HBO max or something. And it's, um, fine. I watched it. I don't know. There's a thing. I am on a zoom call. You're supposed to be going outside. What's happening. Is this a student? I got, I got some, some kids coming back to my room. Oh, well, do we need to go go outside? No, they're going outside. Okay. (laughs) Um, anyway, well, well, tell them hi, ask them what their favorite Oscar movie is. Hi. (laughs) 
Um, wait, we can't. Can yeah, I can't hi, hi, hi. hi. Seen no, seen we're going to let the teacher. With no. the, you know who this is? This is Ross Matthews. Yeah, I'm very famous. It's TV's Ross Matthews and more. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> they don't very know famous. You, they it's don't a big know. deal. One day this will be in the history book. Do you remember <laughs> when you met Ross Matthews? He's in my, he's in my earbud. Hold it. Yeah. Hi. I can't be. Hi. Okay. Goodbye. I can't be putting random kids on the podcast. Bye. Well, they can't see listen you. to your or, teacher. Well, you can't go away. Sarah, go have away. fun go with outside. the Oscar. <laughs> go, go. No, no, you Goodbye, kids. Go Goodbye, kids. Bye, Sarah. You're fabulous. It was nice. She to is the best kid teacher ever. Bye, my love. Say hi to your Bye. family Bye. for me. Bye. I will. Bye. Thank you much, Bye. Oh my God. I can't have random kids on the podcast. <laughs> I really need to watch what I what I say. All right, let's um let's check in. You see if anyone else. I'll keep going through the list of nominations. So Banishes of Inner Sharon. Then there's Elvis, you guys. Elvis. I didn't like the first part of it, but the second part soars once it becomes all about Elvis. I thought it was amazing. Let's let's uh pop in now. Hi, uh, is this Judith? Hello, are you there? Hi. Hi. How are <laughs> you? I'm good. How are you, Ross? Uh, I'm fabulous. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Wisconsin. Okay. Northern, northern Wisconsin, about an hour and a half north of Green Bay. Okay, listen, I'm going to tell you right off the bat. Okay, Judith, you're my type. I got to tell you. <laughs> because you, you you have, you got like a full face of makeup and it's like a weekday in the middle of the day and you're wearing leopard. I have to, and you're home. That's the best part. <laughs> I am, yes. Now, do you always look and dress so fabulously? Is this your thing? No, I had a doctor's appointment today. So uh, I dressed up a little bit to look halfway decent. Yeah. You know, and also that may be an accurate answer, but the answer I was looking for is no, Ross, I put this on just for you. <laughs> I'm glad I put it on now. Yeah, so I understand. I look so, halfway decent. Tell me about you. What's your story, Judith? Well, uh, I live in the Northwoods on a beautiful little lake. Uh, I retired about 12 years ago. I used to work in behavioral health uh, as a support staff person for psychiatrists, psychologists, alcohol and drug counselors, and it was a very busy department and uh, was pretty unique. I bet. So you've seen some stuff, Judith, right? Yes. You know a thing or two about a thing or two. <laughs> but now it's very peaceful and quiet here, and uh, I do bird watching, and of course in this summer we do pontoon boating and what now swimming. walk me through a pontoon pardon walk me through a pontoon what how what it's uh, a little different than a speed boat it's uh kind of like a party barge and <laughs> <laughs> it's a bigger bigger boat that goes slower <laughs> and you can get more people on it and have cocktails at sunset let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now, Judith, you with makeup and your leopard shirt on a party boat pontoon with a cocktail is all I want to do all summer long. Is this your retired life? And if so, when can I retire and join you? Soon, I hope. But you have Palm Springs, which looks wonderful. Yeah, but we don't have any pontoons. I used to think it was Palm Springs is amazing until you said pontoon and I learned it was a party boat. <laughs> We do have a lot of fun though. Um, how's retirement? Is it like, do you miss the work or do you, are you totally embracing it? My mom just embraced it. 
I embrace it also. I don't miss the work. I miss the people I worked with. Yeah. But I definitely don't miss the work at all. In fact, uh, for the first, I think, year, I couldn't believe I was retired. I just had to pinch myself. Mm. And I did have a lot of work dreams. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> some, some nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I got to know, you know, I've covered every red carpet, you know, so we're sort of talking about the Oscars because I'm just obsessed. I have been my whole life. All the nominations came out. Did you see, um, we're just talking about Elvis was nominated for best picture. Austin Butler nominated for best actor. He could win. Did you see that movie? No, I haven't seen it yet, but I'd love to. It's on HBO Max and it's really good. It's directed by Baz Luhrmann who did Moulin Rouge, if you remember. So he has a very specific style. It's like hyper cuts, really um, stylized, uh, elaborate. Um, and, and at first it can be very jarring, but then you sort of, if you ease into it and, and allow it to, it takes you away. And the movie, I first I thought was, I didn't love Tom Hanks in the beginning, but once Austin Butler comes in, it is unbelievable. His performance. I, I think you would love it. Okay. I did see a couple clips of it. I heard him singing and I was amazed. It's great. Another movie, which was my favorite movie of the year, got the most nominations of any other film, 11 nominations this year. It's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. And what a mind. Well, let's, I mean, there's a bad word I want to say. It starts with an F, Judith. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it's a, it rhymes with truck. It's a mind truck. <laughs> I bet. Did you, did you see this or hear about this movie? I heard a little bit about it. Yes, because I've watched uh, the Critics' Choice Awards. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I was watching. My friend Chelsea hosted that. Yes, I love Chelsea. Didn't she do a great job? Yes, she did. I really I, enjoyed it. With I her texted day. her right after. You know what you and Chelsea have in common? <laughs> no. <laughs> You've both been a, a guest on Hella Ross. Oh, yes, exactly. How about that? Well, anyways, I, I want you to want, I want everyone to watch this movie. I will tell you this, you'll, you'll like it or you hate it, but it is unlike any movie ever made. It is multidimensional. Like, and I mean that in like, literally there are multiple dimensions in this film and you kind of, it's another one you have to just like trust. Mm-hmm. And then it has this beautiful emotional payoff and Michelle Yao, her acting is so extraordinary. I would vote for her for best actress. And the supporting actor, um, whose name I right off the top of my head, he's so talented. Um, he was in old like eighties movies, um, and now he's okay. back. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, didn't he already get an award? He won the Golden Globe. He won the Critics Choice Award, yes. and uh huh. And, and his name is Ki Ki Kwan. Um, and he was in like I think. Uh, or was it? Yes, the Goonies, right? Was that it? I think, I think so. I think so too. Anyway, yes. you, you got to see it, my love. It is. It is just uh, really like you'll you will never see anything else like it. It's mind blowing. Oh, he was in Indiana Jones. Oh. Uh, yeah, right. He was in a bunch okay. of of movies. Uh, let me here. I'm going to okay. pick up his IMDb right now, just so you could see. Hold on. Let me just pick this up. Come on. Why is this so? difficult judith i'm one man and i'm doing too much <laughs> you're multifaceted <laughs> yes he was in the goonies he was in encino man he was in um uh well now everything everything all at once um and uh he talked about sort of thinking he had already done everything you know he mm-hmm. had, or he had already hit his peak and then who knew that this is laying in front of him and now he's back yeah doesn't that give you well, it's interesting talking to you now, you know, because you, you worked and now you're retired and like, you know, 
you're embracing what's next. I mean, that's sort of what yep. he's doing as well. Yes, exactly. Yes. And I, think, I think he mentioned in one of his speeches that he didn't know how much he missed being an actor yeah. and, and his actor friends. Well, Judith, I just, I just adore you. I have a, like a boy girl crush on you and I want to thank you for, for calling in and um, I hope you, you do it again next time. We, we're going to do this every week. Okay. Yes. And I love you and your husband. I follow you on Instagram. And of course I watch Drew Barrymore almost every day. So you make a gorgeous couple. Thank you, my love. So sweet. And I'm so happy I got to meet you. Thank you for com- for calling in. Oh, definitely. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye, Judith. Oh, my God. Judith, you could get it. I got to tell you. She's just she's the bomb. All right. Let's take another another one. God, you never know who's going to pick up. That's why I had a whole meeting after we started this last week with people, like, you know, important people. I said, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. I want to say hi to whoever is up next. Who is it? Is this Michelle? This is, hello, Ross. Michelle, hi, where are you? Who are you? Tell me. Um, my name is not Michelle, and I am not from Wisconsin. Okay, understood. Oh, we were just talking to Judith in Wisconsin. You should be, she lives in the Great Woods. Um, I don't know what that is, but that's where she lives. And she goes on a pontoon. Oh, we have plenty of uh, lakes and rivers and pontoons in Wisconsin. Yeah, I've never been on a pontoon, but now it's a bucket list thing for me. All right. So listen, I'm talking about the uh, nominations for uh, Oscars and uh, I'm wondering what your thoughts are. Did you see everything everywhere all at once? I did not. No, this is probably probably a bad episode for me to try to call in. I've um, I've been a fan of yours since the Toad Hop Network days and I always get cold feet. Oh, when you put out in? Zoom links to call in. Yes. And I, I actually, I have two young kids. I don't watch a lot of TV or watch a lot of movies right now. So, okay. Well, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you an assignment. You understand me? Okay. okay. A, a nominee this year, and it's available, I think on, it's on one of the streamers, Paramount plus okay. or something like that. Um, Top Gun Maverick. I know you saw the first Top Gun. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So Top Gun Maverick was the biggest movie this year, I think, or either that or Avatar. Did you, you didn't see that one? I did not. I just watched the first Harry Potter movie last night. Oh, I've never seen a Harry Potter. I prefer, yeah. prefer my, I prefer my Potter to be waxed, yeah. but I will tell you this. So, um, uh, Top Gun is really good. The first one I watched, I never saw as a kid, but I watched this year, right before I went to go see the, the new one. Okay. And I was shocked at how homoerotic it was. I'm like, we should call this bottom gun. The, the new one is verse gun. Like it is a hardcore, but like, it's still a little gay, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I will figure out a way to watch it. Um, yeah. Just steal someone's like a friend's password. You have to watch it. And for a blockbuster like this to be nominated for best picture is truly really kind of unheard of, you know, especially a sequel like this, but it is everything you want in a movie. Awesome. Okay. I will watch it. My, where do you stand on Tom Cruise right now? I don't know where I stand on Tom Cruise. I'm he's nothing special to me. <laughs> You're ruthless, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I um yeah, I mean I don't really have a strong opinion here or there on him, but he's not someone I would seek out. Um, you know, if I heard he was in New York City and I was there, I I he would not be someone I would be interested in seeing. I have, a, I have a strong opinions about Tom Cruise. I think he's one of the greatest movie stars to ever live. I mean, everything else weird aside, understood. Yeah. 
But I think, you know, when you watch Jerry Maguire, for example, that is such a movie star performance that you just and even even the Mission Impossibles, you're like, who you can't look away. And I'm telling you, he is if he would have been nominated for Best Actor, I wouldn't have been angry because he is. Yes, he's so good. He knows how to sell a blockbuster. He just is a delight to watch. Yeah, I guess I forget about him and Jerry Maguire and. I mean, even, well, obviously the original Top Gun, but I just think some of the stuff he's been involved in throughout the years and is shared in media just kind of overshadows that. Um, Listen, you know. so he believes in Thetan, whatever. Have you seen Risky Business? He's great in it. I actually haven't. I haven't. What? No, Michelle, I... could you do me a favor and leave the house? What? What? Do you live under a rock in Wisconsin? What's going on? I don't. Like I said, I have two young kids. I am going on my first um, vacation without them this weekend. I'm leaving and heading to Orlando with some girlfriends. So I will take your suggestions on things to download on my phone to watch. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. But till we watch out on the plane, but what's going on in Orlando? What are you doing? Just a girl's weekend. Just a girl's weekend. We're going to, um, I was pregnant with my second when I turned 40. And then in the middle of the pandemic, um, I haven't really gone anywhere to celebrate. So I'm going to be 42 um, in February. And we just decided we are going to celebrate um, our ages and, and, and everything. Um, at yeah, but you're going to drink, you're going to party. Kingdom. What are you going to do? What, what's going on? We're what, going what's to your... Magic Kingdom um, okay. for a day. We're going to Universal Studios for a day. And then we have a couple of free days. So do you have any suggestions on what we should do? I don't know, Orlando. If it were me... I mean, I would find like, oh God, I'm the worst, you know, the people like sightsee and where's a mall. And if it's an outdoor mall, even better. And like, where can we go to happy hour? That's what I want to yeah. do. Yeah. 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 I think I'm a hundred percent trash, Michelle. That's what I like to do. Yeah. Maybe penny slots at a casino somewhere. Oh, now we're talking. I mean, telling you I'm all the women in Wisconsin are speaking my language, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate you. I'm happy to talk to you finally. Don't be a stranger. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss to you. Okay. All right. Um, Geez. See if there's anyone else that wants to say hi. I'm thinking of these nominations. Women Talking was nominated for Best Picture. Triangle of Sadness, which I haven't seen. Tar, which is not a film about roofing. It's a film. Kate Blanchett could win for that. I started, I, I, I got 15 minutes in and then my husband fell asleep and I was like, okay, let's stop. That happens when you're married, right? You, you can't start watching something and then get too deep into it because then your, your husband needs you to watch it again. But, hello. What's your name? Hey, I'm Meredith. Well, hi, Meredith. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Raleigh, North Carolina. We're right outside of Raleigh. I've been to Raleigh, North Carolina many really? times. Oh, yes. I love North Carolina. Oh, my goodness. How do you too? <laughs> but yeah. I love California as well. Yeah. Well, um, so uh, here's the deal. I'm talking about the Oscar nominations this week because um, okay. I'm obsessed with Academy Awards and all of it. I just I have been since I was really little. Did you see anything? Do you think you've seen any of the films nominated? I saw everything everywhere all at once and okay. loved it. Okay. I was just telling Judith in Wisconsin, it is so unlike any movie I've ever seen before. Right. Right. Yeah. And what did you understand every bit of it? Cause I, I used, I had to pause and rewind and be like, I think they had met that. that what? Uh-huh. 
Well, I saw it in the theater, and so I didn't have the option to rewind. So oh. I was lost like the first 45 minutes, but then it all came together for me. I really want to tell anybody who's watching it and thinks they like are not getting it. You're correct. You're not, but you are. And then it will all sync up. You know, it all works in the end in this like surprisingly emotional way. I, I was so touched by the mom and the daughter of it. And even, and Jamie Lee Curtis was nominated for her first Oscar. Can you imagine her role in that movie on paper? I'd be like, you want me to what? <laughs> well, I definitely cried too. Yeah. I loved it. Um, what's your story? What, what do you do? Um, so I'm a clinical trial associate, and the reason I got into clinical trials was because I had a traumatic brain injury uh-huh. uh, 13 years ago due to a skateboard accident. Oh, no. Um, no cognitive issues, no memory issues, uh, just physical deficits. So I don't have the use of my left hand and arm. Uh-huh. And I walk with foot drop, and I lost my balance. I lost oh, my ability to run. I was actually left-handed. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so you were left-handed, and in the injury, you lost use of your left hand, and now you have to use your right. Wow. Right. What yeah, does that do to so you I, mentally? Like, you know, does, wow, how do you even cope with that in your head? Like, emotionally, mental, all of that. Yeah, well, I don't lose hope and I'm hopeful for stem cell treatment and therapy. Um, They're making advancements every day. So I'm hopeful for that, but I've made a lot of modifications. I'm very stubborn. Yeah. I love that about you. Independent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I've gotten back to some of the activities I love doing before because I have, I found a, um, hold on one second. Of course. Okay. So I found a kayak piece that lets you paddle with one arm. Like paddle so, with um, one arm on a kayak. Mm-hmm. Well, how genius is that? How does it work? Oh, it's got a little ball and socket. So you're able to paddle on both sides with one arm. Can you use it on a pontoon? I've never tried. <laughs> I just <laughs> learned what a pontoon is. So don't feel bad about that. <laughs> yeah. And I have a uh, fishing pole. I don't really fish, but it was just a little phase I was going through, but it connects to my leg. And freeze up my hand. It's a fishing pole holder, and it frees up my hand to uh, reel in the line. So, see, this is this is so important to do. We do these kind of stories on Drew's News all the time. We did one where like there's now they have um, in one of the parks. I think they have like um, wheelchairs that are for all terrain. So people oh. who, who have, uh, are differently abled and use wheelchairs can now like explore the parks in, in ways they never could before. And it's just like, it's the best part about technology when it, when it really enhances our lives. And, um, and I think that's so cool. I love that you are exactly. searching this out. I, I, you know, yeah. Wish- and, um, yeah. yeah, I wasn't wearing a helmet and my mom and I are writing a book. We're actually almost finished. We're going to self-publish. And it's a memoir to tell about my journey to recovery. Um, a little bit about who I was before my accident, after my accident. And the main premise is to promote helmet safety. Love it. Love it. How can people find you? Do you want, do you want to give yourself a plug here? Yeah. So it's called on um, Mayor's message and I can be found on Instagram from there. The number four helmets, M-E-R-E four helmets. M-E-R-E four helmets. Meredith, thank you. What a pleasure. Thank you. I'll talk Thank to you, you soon. So much. Thank you, Wait, my dear. Good. Bye. Well, this is so fun. Bye-bye. You know, 
why is everybody so great? It's so crazy. Um, you know, you never know. It's like the best. This is why I told them I want to do this. You have no idea who's going to be here and how amazing they are. Stacy, are you there? I am. How are you? I'm good. Oh my goodness. I can't believe I'm talking to you. <laughs> Wait, are you at work? I see a lanyard. Are you at work? I'm at work. Yes. I'm on a pro D day. Do you like my human shirt? Cute. You're wearing a shirt that says human <laughs> all in the rainbow, trans flag, That's right. pride yes. flag, everybody. Yes. Now where's work for you? Um, I'm actually in British Columbia in Canada. You're our second um, uh, Canuck. Yes. And I work for, uh, in a school and it's a pro day. So I'm just doing some work in my classroom. So I thought I'll join you and listen and see what you're what this you're is, doing while I'm this is so crazy because our last Canadian who called in from British Columbia was in her classroom as well. This is, it is some sort of theme is going on. Um, oh, I want to so know funny. if I could run through um, a couple of the performances nominated for uh, the Oscars. Have you seen any of the Oscar nominated films? Oh my gosh. I don't think I've seen. Okay. I've only seen the Irish one. The sorry, my hair is crazy. Too. Oh, the, Inishir- the, ba- Banshees yes. of Inishirin. Uh, what'd you I think? think? That might be the only one I saw. I actually was up and down when I was watching it. I, totally. I loved it. And then I was like, I actually turned to my husband and said, why are we watching this? That one- <laughs> How about what's with the fingers? And then when it ended, yeah, I was like, then- oh, oh. Yeah, actually, I was okay with it in the end. And I actually thought that Colin Farrell did, like, that's probably one of the best performances I see. I, I thought he was amazing. I thought, even though he looked like him and all that kind of stuff, I felt like he really transformed in that role. He really did a yeah, good job. Yeah, but when you stack him up against, like, Austin Butler and Elvis, it's just like, you know. Oh, I saw Elvis, too. That's another one I saw. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right? Totally. Right? Mm-hmm. I know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. you know, do you ever think you'd want to go to the Oscars if you got the chance, like to walk the red carpet? Does that appeal to you at all? Oh my gosh. I, well, I, who, I wouldn't say no to that, but I'd need people to help me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there are teams, I'll tell you right now, there are teams of people always helping all those people don't look like that. So if you've ever in real life, you know, in real life, they, they, they have a whole team of people that put them together like that. So don't hold yourself up to that standard. All right. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen the team to people in the background. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm uh, so Ross, happy. I'm to... such a huge fan of you. Thank, oh, you thank you for chatting with me. Of course. A pleasure. Thank you for calling in my love. And I hope you get to watch some more of these Oscar movies you have until March some. I will. Yes, I will okay. watch more of them for sure. Okay. okay I'll talk to you thank soon. You. Bye, care. my love. Bye. Bye. Oh, well, you know, how fun. Let's see if we can do one more. What time for one more, everybody? Uh, Jillian, are you there? Hey, Matthews. How are you? I am stoked to be talking to you. You have no idea. Oh, thank you. Well, where are you calling from? Woodstock. Woodstock. I mean, Woodstock, New York, not far from where I am right now. Yeah. Your, what, are you, what are you doing home on a, we're taping this on a Friday. What are you doing home on a Friday? Well, first and foremost, I just have to say something that's been on my mind. I don't think people appreciate how smart you have to be to come up with the wit that you do in oh. the morning on Drew's News. I think that people just think of them as dad jokes, if you will. <laughs> but I know how smart you have to be to quip that quickly. Uh, and I, just, I give you such props for that. So I'm so happy to be able to tell you that. 
Thank you. I love it. You just called in a way you just called me a daddy, which I'll accept. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Thank- I, I hear you pine about kids yeah. on the air. Uh, I am move. I'm very moved by children and I love Drew's relationship with her children, but I'm, I'm not sure that I'm having children. Are you, are, you know, I, but I'm envious. I'm envious of that because when she talks about her kids, like there's, she knows something. I don't, I don't know, you know? So I, I do have a little parent parental FOMO. I, I get it. But, um, as, uh, I don't know how many other people are listening to this conversation because mm. I don't know how this works. Uh, but <laughs> me I either, can, <laughs> but I can tell you as somebody who has in a way been in the shoes that you're in, that you uh, and Wally would make amazing parents. Oh, thank you, my Wally, my hum. <laughs> He's the best. He's the best. So um, well, I, I have a yes. fun Oscar thing for Go, you. Go, tell me what. I did the locations for The Whale. You did locations for the movie The Whale that Brendan Fraser is nominated for uh, Best Actor? Yeah, I did the main location. Okay, wait. Oh my god! So, <laughs> because when I watched that movie, I thought to myself, "Wait, it just kind of took place in one space, right? That and a and a porch." Um, it was there was one main location, and that was the one that I provided. So, how do you do that? What you said? What you do? You do location pro- scouting for motion pictures. I, I do. Uh, there was just a movie at uh, that premiered at Sundance called Theater Camp. And uh, I did the locations for that. And I brought that from L.A. to New York. This is crazy. Now, are they actual locations? Are they like is the whale? If you've seen it, it's about a, um, a severely uh, overweight a uh, man uh, sort of nearing having, you know, really a bad struggle with his life and with his health and with his daughter. And it's a fascinating film. Now, is that shot in a, on a soundstage? Or is that really in a house somewhere? What is that location? Um, without too many spoilers, both. both. So if you, um, I don't know, uh, this, this is not a, a, re- a request for you to follow me on Insta, but on in my, most of my Insta page is just pictures that I take. But for the first time, my last post was actually a work-related post. And I posted a still that was taken uh, on location. For of, that film. For wow. That film. And what's your Instagram? Go plug yourself. Oh, uh, it's uh, Jillyfish7, J-I-L-L-I-F-I-S-H number seven. Okay. And so... Um, this is really fascinating. And that director, Darren Aronofsky, has done some some great films. I love Black Swan, for which uh, Natalie Portman won an Oscar. He's really done beautiful, exquisite work. And it's always character studies that, of um, somebody either unraveling or under the pressure of something or towards the journey of something. I mean, there's a, there is, a, always, I think, a, a thread through so much of his storytelling. And, and this is no different. It's really a fascinating character study. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, um, I'm kind of, uh, I'm I'm a weird person in this industry in the way that I don't always know all of the players involved. Something that, um, that your partner in crime, Drew, would understand is I got into location scouting because I have two daughters and I wanted to do something where if they needed me, I could be around. So that's how I got into location scouting. But oftentimes I'd find myself on movies where I'd have to Google 
the people that I'm working with because <laughs> even though people know them, I don't. Totally. So like uh, Brendan Fraser, George of the Jungle Man, knew him. Knew him. You knew him. <laughs> Everybody knows him. And, you know, now he's Oscar nominated actor, Brendan Fraser. And uh, mm-hmm. it's amazing. You know, there has been a throw through line in our conversations today, whether it was about Judith in Wisconsin or you as a mother of two trying to find a new career that sort of um, allowed you to spend time with them or Brendan Fraser refreshing himself or um, the supporting actor from everything everywhere all at once finding, you know, his next chapter. I'm sort of inspired about what's next. It's been this reoccurring theme today. And I find that themes find you as opposed to you finding themes when you're just having these open conversations. So thank you for continuing our theme today of second chances and who knows what's next. Thank you so much. And so great to meet you. Of course, a total pleasure, Jillian. Thank you so much. And thank you for your insight. No one else is getting the set the uh, location uh, coordinator for uh, the whale, the Oscar nominated film. We're the only podcast. So thank you for giving us the exclusive. Thank you. (laughs) Take care. You too. Bye. My love. Uh, Thank you so much to everybody who called in. If I didn't get to you this week, I'll get to you next week. Here's how it works. You just check my social media. I'm hello Ross across the board. I always do a shout out, giving you the window of time we're going to be doing it. And then I put the link in my bio or in the tweet or something like that. So just make sure you're checking my social media. Hello, Ross, across the board every single week. Uh, When we come back, I'll give you my happy ending. It's the best thing I've seen all week. And welcome back. Uh, Thanks again to everybody who called in this week. So fun. Can't wait to do it again next week. I want to give you my happy ending Uh, this week. It's where I I tell you the favorite thing I've seen all week. And I'll tell you this all year long. There's been a performance that I loved um, that everybody thought could not be nominated for an Oscar. It was in a film that was really divisive. A lot of people did not like this film. Okay, you know, I had some issues with it as well. But I kept saying this person, this actress deserves an Academy Award nomination. She was so good, so committed. She blew me away. You know, I'm not, I don't know that she should win, but she, sh- she should have been nominated. And I was telling all my friends, you got, you got to watch it. I know the reviews are bad, but you have to watch it. You have to, you have to. And so on Tuesday morning at 8.30 in the morning on the East Coast, as the nominations came out, I was looking forward to one name. And then I heard it. And I let out a little cheer in my husband's car as I watched on my phone, the nominations a little round of applause for Anna de Armas in Blonde. She plays Marilyn Monroe. It streams on Netflix. And, you know, it, it can be a tough watch because they don't show the glamorous side. They show a much more rounded picture of how it probably was to be Marilyn Monroe. And Anna de Armas just goes there and commits herself fully. So do yourself a favor. Sit down and watch someone... Um, just do something at the top of their craft. That's what the Oscars are all about. That's why I love it. I love just seeing artists blowing me away. I love, I love being surprised. It's why I love doing the show too. And I love the direction we're going. Thank you so much to each and every one of you who joined us, listened to us, told a friend, told a sister, tweeted about it, Instagram about it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next week, bye-bye. Hey, it's me, Ross Matthews. Thanks so much for listening. It means a ton. Make sure you like us, give us a good review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can find us on video at Cumulus Podcast Network on YouTube. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? 
Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord, we get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.